All right, it is Talking Travel Time. We do that with our uh, travel guide, Sally Lucas, who uh, has got uh, quite a few interesting destinations for us today, Sally. I certainly have. We've got the Indian Ocean Islands, an incredible new hotel in Dubai. Where else could you have a more incredible structure? Well, they just uh, over- overdo themselves every time, know, don't they? absolutely. And 11... I don't know, important maybe sporting events that you might like to attend this year and some weird ones as well. Of course, we're going to have the weird ones, right? Yeah. And Sally, we're heading to uh, some of those nice islands to start with today. Well, I thought we'd do this, uh, Mark, because we all talk about the Pacific Islands and most people are familiar mm. with the Pacific Islands and maybe go not... Go the other way this time. <laughs> yeah, well, go the other way. I mean, there is another side to the world, um, which stretches, of course, between here and Africa, the African continent. So one is Zanzibar, and I've always like the sound of that and then of course it can't be all bad because Freddie Mercury was born there so I mean that's where he came from so it's a Tanzanian island cluster about 40 kilometers from the African mainland and it was the main departure point for African explorers like David Livingston as well but it's a beautiful old uh, traditions there because it goes back you know to 19th century where they had traders and all sorts of thing there as well but it's also got uncrowded beaches great diving and an interior that resembles Africa, but it doesn't have the wild game. But it's a similar, you know, geographical type situation of their uh, of the island. The other one, of course, you probably have heard of is the Maldives. Of course, it's famous. Very but, much so, yeah. Yeah, I think everyone has always looks at the photos and thinks, oh, I want to go to the Maldives. And, of course, it is only... 2.4 its highest metres above sea level. So they're worried about, of course, the rising waters and things that are happening around the world with climate change. But they have a, a lot of islands. 1,192 islands stretch across that archipelago, um, of which there's 26 atolls as well. And Male is the capital. And for us from Australia, we generally have to fly by Singapore to get there. Delightful spot, though, for, for mainly adults only, I would say, and, and honeymooners. And, that, and just if you're into any sort of water activity, it's beautiful. Mauritius, well, that's on its way to South Africa. If you are going to South Africa, it's worthwhile a stop. And, of course, it has um, been a, a history that's mostly between the Fr- France and Britain, and it's got a lot of French influence still there with Creole-type French food, etc. Very lush island. Again, it's famous for its sugar cane, but it's also got great dining as well, beautiful lobsters, lovely seafood, you know, terrific beaches again. Uh, Réunion Island is another island which is near Mauritius and the Seychelles, which is the other one I was going to mention. And of course, the Seychelles is a, is a typical, wonderful uh, archipelago of islands as well. They've got 115 islands there. Um, and then you've got the Cocos Keeling Islands, of course, which are um, stretches like from Australia sort of things to Africa. And that's really incredible as well. Only about 600 people actually live on those islands. Not many, is remarkable. it? No. So there's just a few you might like to visit that you might not have thought of to put on your bucket list if you're wanting to do island travel. And they all are different in their own right. And again, if you've uh, done some of the islands east of here, maybe, uh, you know, do that. Maybe a stop off in WA on the way back. Exactly right. Why not? Invis- visit some of Sally's family. We might, <laughs> might catch Sally at the airport over there. Yeah, exactly. I've been there so many times in the last 12 months. But yes, um, no, why not? And also, as I said, you're that close. I mean, Cocos Keeling actually is on my agenda. I really want to go there. I just mm. look so stunningly beautiful and so unspoiled. So many places, so little time. Sally Lucas is here, as she usually is, just scouring the world, the travel publications, <laughs> uh, all sorts of periodicals. And Sally, you found us yourselves in one of the real hubs, the cross points of world travel, and Dubai. 
Dubai, we all know what Dubai is. It has to build bigger, taller, better. And of course, they've just done that recently. You might have um, heard that Beyonce for an hour's concert was paid 24 million US dollars just for an hour. I'll do it for half. I'll do twice you know? the length. <laughs> I'll do it for half the money. So this is part of the Atlantis Group, which they've Overpaid, already built. if you ask me. <laughs> the Atlantis Palms Resort. And this is called the Royal Atlantis. And it's a most amazing structure. If only I could show it to you. It's mm. just the most incredible architectural, took them years to design and build and it's got 795 um, rooms but it starts from about $850 uh, US, uh, dollars a night off season so I'd say okay. in season which would be um, the best time to go, God knows. But look, it's just I'll have amazing. The pen- I'll have the penthouse. <laughs> 44 of them have got private infinity pools, 44 of the suites, six signature penthouses. They've got like your luxury brands in the room are like Hermes and things like There's 90 swimming pools, over 10 water features. There's a jellyfish aquarium, the largest in the world. They've got the largest privately owned beachfront in Dubai at more than two kilometres. They've got bespoke artworks. They've got 17 restaurants and bars. I mean, only in Dubai. I just couldn't believe it. But they reckon that the opening was incredible because this incredible structure, if you get a chance to go online, listeners, and have a, have a look at this building, it's quite remarkable. And they had all the fireworks going off every level of the building, which was just... <laughs> of course they did. <laughs> of course they did. So only in Dubai. But I just thought I'd mention that because we all heard about the Burj, but I thought, here we go, this is a hotel that's quite incredible in itself. Now, I'd just like to also talk about some sporting events. So we don't have any summer or winter Olympics or you know, men's football World Cup this year, but we do have other things that people might want to attend. Getting pretty close now, you've got the Monaco Grand Prix, which I guess is relevant because we've got Newcastle supercars, but that's not global and this is. Um, so, yeah, this is something that happens in May, which is May 26, 27. You've got the what they call the Giro d'Italia, which is in Italy in May. Now, that's the Italian cycling grand tour, which is equivalent of like the Tour de France, but it's but it's in Italy. So, Very big across Europe, isn't it? Oh, cycling uh, cycling in general. Yeah, huge. And, of course, it's not easy because a lot of it's extremely mountainous. Um, you've got the Champions League final in Istanbul in June, which is Manchester City and Bayern Munich are favourites to take it to the Champions League, and that's on June 10. You've got the Netball World Cup. Now, this year it's in Cape Town in July and August. Uh, the Diamonds are supposed to exceed there, I believe, and do extremely well. The FIFA Women's World Cup in Australia and New Zealand July, August. The US Open, of course, in New York, August, September. Now, here's something different. The Grand Sumo Tournament in Tokyo in September. Now, they have six tournaments, or they're called Basho, per year, and each one lasts 15 days. Can you believe it? That's amazing, isn't it? 15 Uh, days for a tournament. Yeah, and it's, anyway, the best for tourists are those held in January and September at the Raya Goku, probably saying this incorrectly, Koko Gikan, Tokyo's famed sumo arena. And there's also a sumo museum there as well. And if you're a bit fuzzy on the rules, they say rule number one, beer and yakitori are allowed in the stands. All right, so that's a, that's a pretty <laughs> bit of an indication of what sort of an event you're up for. You've got the Rugby World Cup in France, September, October, Men's Cricket World Cup, India, October, November. We've got the, our wonderful spring racing carnival here in Melbourne, of course, and the Orange Bowl in Miami in December. Now, if you want something that's not so sporty, I'm sure you've seen this on telly, Mark, the cheese rolling competition there <laughs> in England. I, I have heard of the cheese rolling. <laughs> that's yeah. on May the 29th in Cooper's Hill in Gloucestershire, or Gloucestershire, sorry, they don't say Shire in the UK, Gloucestershire. You've got the wife carrying, which is in Finland, so that's in July. 
That's not for everybody yeah. in every couple, put it, to be honest. Yeah, listen to this one. <laughs> Cherry pit spitting. That's not for me. Nah. nah. The world record is over 25 metres mm. to spit a cherry seed. Wow, that's like it's two of those is Olympic pool. <laughs> and this is how in you, um, Michigan in July. I've got mm. no idea. And, of course, here we've got our own um, wonderful Henley on Ted Henley on Ted, Henley on Todd Regatta, where the the dry riverbed where they hold the boats or they stand in, <laughs> inside a boat or have it above their head and off you go. So, oh, you'll see that on the TV. That'll get it running the news. Oh, that's in <laughs> August. And then winter weirdness. So what would running of the bulls be like if it was on snow and you replaced the bulls with ran, reindeer? Okay. Okay. If so, you can head to the Winter Festival in Anchorage in Alaska from February 24. I think, I don't know, those antlers and they'd be just as bad as bullhorns. I don't think I'd be in for that. Yeah, and they'd be more adapt to running in the snow than you would. Oh, far more. To, they'd jumping up and down <laughs> and they'd, they'd get to you and you're like, shh, 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 shh. no, thanks. Of course, Sally, you missed the most important um, sporting event oh. of the year. I know it wasn't on your paperwork, but... Yeah, because I like to help you out. I'll yes. give you one. A month from now in California, have WrestleMania 39. Two-day event. Wow. So there you go. All I missed that one. All championships, all titles on the line. Absolutely. All right. Uh, Sally, so whatever so, floats your boat. Exactly. Something. Hey, you bought cheese. You bought reindeers. <laughs> I bought the athleticism. All right. A little bit more talking travel on the way. Sally will take a look at some of the hot deals that are floating around in the back end of a very hot and late summer Sally, we've just been lamenting on some of the things that uh, Dennis Stewart and his program, Health and Naturally, <laughs> he threw out. Uh, fruit gone, meat gone, dairy gone. I know. Um, if you like Sad, it, he was pretty, it? Much, he pretty much put a red light <laughs> through it today. All right, so we'll, we'll try and forget about the food for a minute. Let's just have a look at some of those hot deals. So you're no, yeah. not spending money on a fruit salad, maybe a holiday instead. Definitely, but... Don't forget the food. I think food's still one of the best parts. I know, I know. Travelling, you've got to experience whatever's local. Yeah, local to where you are, absolutely. And just wherever locals, like you look at a cafe, if it's full of locals, it means it's good. It's funny, I drove through uh, a town up on the the north coast uh, coming back uh, a couple of weekends ago and I drove through Maxville and it was... Oh, yeah. I just noticed, I wasn't stopping there, but I noticed there's two hotels. Yeah. Um, it was dinner time. One, it looked like people were hanging from the rafters everywhere. Mm. The other one, um, I could see right through. <laughs> so you've got no one on the left, that big old one on the left as you're coming yes. across the bridge, haven't you? Yep. And, and then, then there's the other, the other one. The other one's kind of around the corner. Yeah. And one was uh, had was full of people, one wasn't. So I thought, hmm, they know something. They're they, local. They certainly do. Now, if you're thinking of heading across to North America, uh, Canada in particular, I'm talking here now, they've put together some packages, for, like spring packages now that we is almost over for Whistler and Vancouver, which is still beautiful parts of the world to go to any time of the year, really. But there's savings to be had if you book by 31 March on a range of little short-stay packages, like two, three and four-night packages if you're having a stopover in Vancouver on your way to somewhere else, or you can extend, obviously, and do something more extensive. They've got some discounts on some via rail trips across Canada as well, if you're interested in that. So book up by the 31st of March, and you've got savings of up to $200 per couple. Singapore Rediscover. Now, this is really interesting because I think a lot of people for many years have just thought of Singapore as somewhere where you might stop 
to have a night or two on your way to the UK or Europe or something. It's kind of the Dubai before Dubai was a thing. Yeah, but it's it's got so much to offer now, Singapore. They've revamped all that main orchard road and spent a lot of millions of dollars on it. You've got the beautiful Marina Bay Sands Hotel. You've, they've got so much in the way of, for such a small city slash country, in the way of botanical gardens, parks, cycleways. You've got the beautiful zoos. You've got the night zoo. You've got, the, you know, the birds. You've got... Just it's just wonderful. You've got Sentosa Island. You've got down at Clark Key where you've got all the little restaurants and hotels down around the the waterfront. It does deserve more than a couple of days, to be quite honest with you. And of course, the food is to die for. Even just the food at the hawkers' stalls, the night markets, it's it's really fantastic. So again, there's savings of up to three hundred dollars per couple on a range of little Singapore packages. Book by thirty April on that one, so you get a bit longer to pay. This cruise, I think, sounds wonderful. This is with Viking Ocean Cruises. Now, remember with Viking, adults only, no kids, no casinos, no dress-ups, no cocktail parties, no balls. It's just relaxed cruising. And it's very much boutique cruising, beautifully fitted out ships, absolutely delightful. So this is a cruise that's 18 days doing South America and the Chilean fjords. So you're starting in Buenos Aires, you're going to Montevideo, Puerto Madryn, Madryn, sorry, Port Stanley in the Falkland Islands. You cruise around Cape Horn, down to Ushuaia, which is the bottom of the world, the lowest point. Puerto Mont, which is in the Chilean fjords, and then you go up to um, Valparaiso, Santiago, and they they also do a reverse. So that's a lovely 18-day itinerary. And if you book by the 31st of March, there's a range of savings to be had on that, and you can also extend after your cruise if you want to. There's a number of city packages in Buenos Aires and Santiago to extend. So it starts from around about $8,000, but that is a fantastic 18-day cruise. It's really good value for money. Everything's included, so you're not putting your hand in your pocket. That's the great thing about some of these things, isn't it? Well, you just, well, I've done it, now I just, the rest is just coming my way. Don't have to think about yeah. more costs. And other than that, I mean, Viking go everywhere. So, I mean, if you're wanting to do a river cruise, mm. they've got ocean cruises, they've got cruises in every part of the world. And and for people who aren't, don't want to travel with children or prefer not to travel with children, I think it's a great way to, to cruise. And, and it's boutique cruising again. And they've got savings on other areas as well, like the Mekong River, the Douro River in Portugal, the Nile. Pharaohs and Pyramids, there's a whole range of those where you've just got, got a book soon, as I said, by the end of March. A lot of these specials for this year are finishing around the end of March, so keep that in mind. And also the Gulf Savannah, that's an incredible range of Australia, stretching from the Great Dividing Range um, east to the Northern Territory, covering about 18,000 square kilometres, and that's known as the Gulf Savannah. And you can do wonderful train journeys through there, which people might not realise. They've just got a couple of carriages, some of them, and you can add a couple of train journeys together so you're covering the whole lot in a 14-day, which includes your tilt train as well as one of the outback trains and so on. So if you're interested in rail journeys particularly, that's four iconic rail journeys in one in this 14-day, or you can just do one of the shorter ones if you so desire. But again, it's a wonderful part of Australia if you've never been up there. You know, you'll be going to the Australian Stockman's Hall of Fame, all those sort of things, um, a Smithy's Outback Dinner and Show, you go to a Drover's Sunset Cruise, an Indigenous Cultural um, dinner and show, a lot of inclusions there, only four departures, so just keep that in mind as well. So as usual, Mark, there's, there's heaps and heaps out there with lots of discounts available. Get in early, as we keep saying each week, the earlier the better. If you want to secure your spot on something that you're really keen on, really do get in early. 
How did that, um, I think it was a couple that came in, you mentioned a couple of weeks ago, and they said, we want to book something for two years from now, and everyone just clapped and was just amazed. Is yeah, that they yeah, get yeah. sorted out? Yeah, well, they're going to Africa, actually, um, and it was for May next year. But mm. as I said, most people are still coming in for this year, and mm. it's, it's getting harder. It's tight. Getting harder and harder to get flights and seats and so on. So I just can't help repeating that the earlier you do start your plans, the better. All right, that sounds good. Sally, great to half hour with you. We'll catch you next Friday for another Talking Travel. Will do. Thanks for listening to this podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle. You'll find them all at 2NURFM.com.